Blog Talk Radio. Jones, who's um, from Mount Vernon, New York. So he kind of brings that New York flavor. 
Um, but he's also living down in the south in the SEC, kind of in Georgia territory. So, and then um, I wanted oh. some female flavor on the on the on the show to kind of you know make it more versatile. So one of my old classmates from A and T, North Carolina A and T, Aggie, um, my girl yes, with yes, Lenny Robinson. Yeah, she's also a grad student, um, former grad student from SSU, Florida State, and she graduated right. with a, a degree in sports administration. Uh, sports administration. So she's got a lot of background on sports, man. Knows a lot of people. And then, you know, um, my boy Previn, my boy Prev Taylor, the writer um, yeah, a little yeah, bit for North Carolina a and Yeah. So once I pull those, you know, pull everybody together, I told them, I said, you know, just be, you know, be yourself. I mean, all the texts that I get about sports and all the, you know, we'll get text messages. We'll have a group message going back and forth and everything. So I can say, you know, let's get on here and just be ourselves, get our raw opinions, state our opinions, take on some tough topics, um, get the debate on. Um, but I also wanted to give it an old school flavor too, where I put some music behind it, some stuff, you know, similar to what you started out with with the intro, <laughs> you know, and um, yeah, and then now. you know, yeah, that's a the old school, you know, and then um, you know, just edit and do some things with that, and, and that's how it kind of came about. And um, you know, we 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 try to go on every week, um, and um, take on like I said, take on the topics, and we try to release a show. We got a Facebook group, Double S Project Facebook group. Get on there. We uh, post a lot of stuff on there, a lot of interesting stories, pretty much anything. And um, we also got the Twitter account going, the Double S, uh, Double S Project. So that's kind of, the, that's kind of uh, you know, the background of how, how everything got started. Nice, nice. Hey, and, and uh, I'll get to more of what you got through in a minute because, as you know, I'm a, I'm a member of your group, and I, and I love contributing, and I love what you guys do on there. I find it very fascinating. I find it very insightful. And all that good yep. stuff. So you guys do one bang up job. So props to you all. Props to you all for like a lot for doing that. And please keep up the good work. I will. Yeah. I have a quick nugget about our girl Lanice. Uh, I've I've known Lanice for a long time myself. Um, and you know, I have a funny, a quick funny story about her. Like during the season, you know, I'm a big Pittsburgh Steelers fan, and sometimes right. a quite irrational one. And with, like, during the Merrimack game against Tennessee Titans, where we just was playing horrifically, right, uh, I just started just on this rant. I had this meltdown on Twitter just talking about fire everybody, fire Mike Tomlin, fire Todd uh, Haley, get rid of yeah. uh, Dick LeBeau, and, and ironically, LeBeau is actually going now. But but how about right. Luis just turned around, her being an Eagles fan, and just went off on me, just like, Oh, will you stop it? Just cuss me out. <laughs> and she said, and she told me, and I quote, "Why don't you go catch your rings or no? Uh, actually, clean your trophy. Go, go clean a trophy, please. My time would be higher than the New York minute." And she's right. You know, my time would be Skip Scooper who's too stupid to fire him. But yeah, so basically, I, that was a good laugh for a good forty-eight hours uh, <laughs> because she was getting in on me about that. And yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So, it's good to see yeah. Lenise doing that thing. Yeah, that is, that is, that is Lenise, man. She, um, <laughs> she's a very, I mean, hey, that, that's what I needed, man. I, I, I told her, I was like, I, I really don't want to do this without you. I said, I got to have it. So, that's Lenise at right. her best, man. Nice, nice. So, speaking of, speaking of football, um, I heard that you, well, actually, I saw a picture that you were out in, in Arizona, for the Super Bowl. Yeah. So tell everyone how you were able to screen that and and me to say I'm very jealous. 
And, uh, <laughs> but, yeah. but I'm glad you had your experience. So, so tell us about how, how, how you were able to swing that quite quick and, and what, yeah. you, uh, what you get, get, get into out there. Yeah, so that was actually the second time I hit, I hit the city. I was I lived out of Indy, and I went to the one when it was in Indy. Um, this one was a little different, man. Um, I had a buddy that stayed out that way up in North Phoenix, so he told me come on out. We went on out there. I went on out there. They had everything pretty much spread out. They had things, you know, stuff going on in Scottsdale, stuff going on in downtown Phoenix, and stuff going on, um, of course, by the stadium out in Glendale. So we just tried to you know, kind of divide and conquer each night. Um, the one thing that did get, you know, got the best of us, it actually rained the first couple of days I was out there. So we kind of yeah. did the inside thing at the NFL experience downtown. And if anybody's ever done it, um, then, you know, it's a lot of stuff there for the kids, autograph sessions, um, a lot oh, of, you know, front nice. awesome. pass. Yeah, front kicking pass type stuff. And you'll see some celebrities walking around every now and then. And then we went over to one area called Radio Row. And that's where all of the radio stations, radio shows, and all the TV shows right. are in house that are going on. So I got a chance to kind of witness uh, Doug Gottlieb's show. We had, we had Andre Reed out right. there. We saw, uh, you know, DeMarco Murray walking around. Clay Matthews had his, you know, was walking around with his entourage. Uh, a few, few of the writers was out there. Um, Aaron Andrews was out there. All guys just standing in line trying to get a picture with her. Then I met uh I met Eugene Robinson, former Seahawks, former Atlanta Falcon. Uh nice. he was walking around, he had a little show going on. I told people I said that kind of original L O B Seattle Seahawks. so he took a picture, um, met Fred Taylor and Der- uh, Derek Brooks. So that was real cool and everything. Um so that was kind of the first day and then the second day went out to uh, the visit the stadium area, Glendale, um, and they got this area called Westgate where they got a lot of bars and restaurants and stuff going on. Everything yeah. catered to the Super Bowl. Uh, so that was pretty fun. And then Sunday, man, we got up and found out the NFL countdown was going to be down, you know, out there in Scottsdale area. They had the fun fair, you know, fan fair, I should say, for the for the, for the the fans out there. And, um, man, we got out there early and, um, you know, it wasn't a lot of us out there, man. So I got a lot of I, I wound up seeing myself uh, later on on TV. I got a lot of camera time. Nice, <laughs> um, nice, bro. NFL <laughs> countdown. Yeah, got a chance to actually talk with Chris Carter in between sets. He was uh he actually kind of spilled the beans on his son, Deron Carter, going to the coast. Um, yeah. I kind of was hesitant to kind of hesitant to tweet it. I kind of text the crew, and then a the day later. He kind of was like, uh, he kind of posted it out there. I said, man, I should just went ahead and tweet it. <laughs> you know, yeah, so, I know, man. You but, were uh, fair, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he was real engaging. Um, Dick, Mike Dicker <laughs> came down, signed some autographs. Chris Mortensen was real engaging. Talked to the crowd a little bit, kind of called me out. Cause I, um, I'm a Dolphins fan, you know, true blood, but I do have a soft spot for the Colts. So I had on my Reggie Wayne jersey. Reggie Wayne's my favorite player in the league. So I had on my oh, Reggie okay. Wayne and Morton. Yeah, Chris Morton called me out. So, but yeah, I got a chance to meet some of the folks. You know, I mean, like you know, see see the whole thing live. You know, with, uh, with Nick doing her thing. Um, it was pretty, it was a good experience, man. Um, see everything and um, had a real good time out there, man. The weather kind of broke on a uh, Saturday afternoon into Sunday. It was real nice. And, yeah. Uh, uh, you know, caught a local BW3s and watched the Super Bowl and uh, had some fun with some folks and fans there, man. Good time. Very nice. Good time. Nice. You know what? That's that's awesome. I mean, if there's one item on my bucket list, right, that's to go to the Super Not even 
I mean, I don't even have to go to the game. Well, even though it's nice to go to the game, but I right. just like to be in right. the city, Super Bowl City, and experience, yep. just to get the experience of having the yeah. celebrities, of the, the, the ball players in town, seeing all the sports yep. writers, sports talk personalities. Speaking of which, did you ever see Jim Rome out there? He, 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 like, he no, didn't I didn't. Uh, uh, nah, I didn't catch uh, Jim Rome. You know, it was interesting because in the convention center they had Radio Row, and then yes. uh, and then they had another set of pairs with NFL Network, and um and and um they were doing their thing, but I never caught I never I never caught what CBS was at. I saw I saw Fox, I saw NFL Network, and then I saw NB I saw NBC, and Doug Gottlieb was doing his thing. He's CBS, so he must Rome must have came in and out. I I missed Jim Rome when he when he probably came through there. Okay, I got you. Um. So you were talking yeah. to, to interact with some of the members of the NFL Countdown crew. How was Chris Berman? I've heard many stories about Chris Berman, whether it's through the ESPN tell-all book. I think this is called uh, They Have All the Fun, uh, where he has that, I guess, an urban legend about him, by like picking up this chick at a bar and saying that I'm oh. with, that, that she's with leather or whatever. Uh, <laughs> but did you have a chance wow. to interact with him or, or observe him? Oh, Chris Carter? Yeah, man, like I said, he... I mean, Chris Berman, Chris Berman. Oh, Chris Berman. Well, Chris Berman, actually, he kind of addressed the crowd at one point, too. Um, oh, big guy, man. I, I didn't realize Chris Berman was that big, man. He's about a good six two, six three, man. He's not a small guy okay. at all. Um, <laughs> okay. And, um, yeah, he turned around and talked to us a little bit. He was joking with us, you know, because it was real, uh, real foggy out there in the morning, and he was kind of joking around about the weather. And everything, I, you know, I didn't see. Um, I, you know, I get the sense that he's, um, you know, he's well respected by that crew, and you know, he's, you know, he's the unsung leader of that crew. You know, he makes sure, you know, right. everything kind of works through him. But when he talked to the crowd, he was really um, some some fan brought up the, the story about the little girl that made the wallet to Seattle, you know, for uh, Russell Wilson, and then made a wallet for Chris Berman. Somebody brought that up and asked him, did he have it? He was like, yeah, I got it, and everything was talking. So, but yeah, Berman. Seems like a real cool guy. Um, uh, he didn't come down to the fans like Chris Carter did. He kind of stayed up, but mm-hmm. he did kind of, you know, he took some time to talk to us a little bit for about five, maybe about five minutes or so. It was pretty cool. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, because I, I, I have heard that he's actually a very cool guy. He just said he got a bad rap from that urban legend story in the book. Uh, right. Where he right, really, really right. Hit on, allegedly hit on that chick at that bar. But let's go to right. the game by quick. Um Okay, I've I've been belly aching, and we won't spend much time on this, but I, I promise. <laughs> uh, even though I'm in therapy over it, but was that was was that a bonehead call at the end of the game, or was it just good that uh, Pete Carroll played the percentages, like being that you know, um, I think I read somewhere that 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 teams actually called a pass play on like was first and goal or second and goal from very short distance uh, actually was successful more than half the time. But please mm-hmm. tell me that was a dumb call. Please tell me that was the stupidest call in Super Bowl history or football history for life for that matter. Um, I'm going to say it was a dumb call because it, it, to me it wasn't the identity of what they are. Um, it wasn't yes. what they were successful at doing. Seattle is, you know, read option. Deep, deep ball down the middle, down the sideline. Type. I mean, that's that's their game. You know, they hit the deep ball, they do the read option. If you run the ball and you get it down to the one yard line, 
you know, in my opinion, you line up and you just pound it right through there and just get the yard and go, and it's just over. Yeah. I mean, a lot of times NFL teams get cute because of this whole yeah. passing thing. <laughs> the quarterback has to have the glory, um, you know. And, and then, like I said, you know, even if you make that call, which I do agree right. it is a dumb call, you don't make that call for Lockett. Make, why not throw right. it to Mr. Angry Doug Baldwin, as we like to call him on our show, Angry Doug? <laughs> why not set a play for him? Right. Or why not have a play for the guy that was catching all the passes in the first half, Matthew? So, my, so yeah, dumb call, but even dumber calls in the sense of not throwing it to obviously your quote unquote one of your better receivers. So right. all around, it, it, it was a blunder. Um, I mean, you got beast mode. It's very simple. Football can be very simple. Seattle wins with simple football. They hit, they tackle, they run the ball, and they went away from their identity. So, dude, dude, yeah. you know, it, it was so painful, painful for me to watch on so many levels. First of all, yeah, I hate the Patriots. The Patriots are like the modern day Dallas Cowboys to me. Even though I still hate Dallas with a passion, but not as much right. anyway. Right. And I can't, I can't believe I hear myself say that. I never thought I could hate a team as much or more than Dallas. And, and I found one right. in New England. I think there's right. a bunch of, like, snide, like, folks. I mean, I, 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 mean, I think that they're egomaniacs. I think that they're very – I mean, it's just something that vibe. It's like we, we're in New England and we can get away with it because we can. Even though I think that Jose right. holds a flake game with a total waste of time. But – Right. It's, just that, right. it's just that vibe that they give off. It's just very off-put in my opinion. So to see, first of all, Tom Brady dropping 10 points down, which is props to him. I mean, he, he's yeah. one of the yeah. greatest. Got to give him a stop on that. Got to give him a stop on that. Yes, yes. I mean, there's nothing to take away, nothing, absolutely nothing for that. He caught up the Legion of Boom to the tune of over 350 yards casting. No one has done that in years. So props to right. him for that. He's a bad boy. I'm not, I'm not going to take that away from him. I'm just right. saying, when the Seahawks came down the field and had the, that, another miraculous catch at, you know, at the expense <laughs> of the pitcher, yeah, I was yeah. thinking, not again. <laughs> not again. Everybody was, man. Everybody <laughs> was. That, that, that was, dude, I, I mean, I, in the, I mean, you know, with all the cameras they have now, to go right to the camera of Brady's face was priceless. It was absolutely priceless, man. That kind of uh, he was like, are you kidding me? He was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> it was like, no way. Yeah. And then, okay, then after the playoff of that, right, Beach Bowl takes it down to the one-inch line. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then I'm thinking, well, shoot, he's going to punch this bad boy in, and it'll be game over because Belichick never called a timeout, which was shocking to nope. me. You know what I'm saying? Right. I was like, he's gonna let the time right. run out. But and I was calling for my, I was calling for my check when they got the ball at one yard line. I was calling the the the, the waitress for my check, man. I thought the game was over. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And all of a sudden yeah. they line up in the shotgun. I'm thinking, okay, this is peculiar. Maybe they're gonna run a read option from the one. Yeah, uh-huh. you know, that was kind of peculiar. And then they went back and did a quick swear. I was like, no. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> man. many layers to that thing too, man. And like I was telling somebody the other day, you know, even when he lined up in the shotgun, 
you know, a lot of times when you run a rough play like that, it's either going to be a rough yeah. play when you take the inside guy, rub for the outside guy, he does the slant. Or you take the outside guy, rubs for the inside guy, and he goes to fade corner. You throw the ball to the corner. So either way, the quarterback normally looks at the play to see how it develops. And if you look at that play, Russell Wilson looked left and then turned to right and just threw it. And so he never right. saw all of the action that was going on with Browner and Kirk. He never saw that play get blown up. Now, not to say that he could have made a better throw, and it probably would have either been incomplete or maybe even a touchdown, but even the play wasn't executed well. So it was, like you said, look, I'm a Dolphins fan, and I root for the Colts. I, I, there's yeah. absolutely no way any blood in my body can root for the Patriots at any point in time ever in my life. I mean, right. I'm still thinking about the 85 <laughs> Patriots, still in, my, still in my so-called championship that year. But, you know, oh, yeah. bottom line is, yeah. yeah, bottom line is that Seattle was – I don't think Seattle realized they were playing for that hatred, those, those, those fans that are, have a hatred for the Patriots. And when, that, when he got that interception, you could just hear – it was just – I don't even know. It was almost like, you know, like a somber mood, man, like across the whole nation. Like only, only in Boston people were cheering. And at the game, the Patriots right. fans. That was it. <laughs> I agree with that. That was I it. I was at Super Bowl party earlier, and I was at my house, and you could see it on Twitter. You could see it on Facebook. People were people wanted Pete Carroll's heart instead of for being cute like that. I mean, it's all the simple principle of football. To your point, football is a simple, it's an easy sport, a simple sport. Keep it simple, stupid. The kiss principle. Yep. Keep it simple. Yep. Stupid. Yep. <laughs> okay. Yep. Um, yeah. Okay. We yeah we got like eight minutes left because I, I, I know you got to okay. get ready for your show later. Um, I just want to okay. end on this. So Dean Smith, of course, passed over ah. the weekend. Um, I, the, I'm an AC State alum, and I grew up like in, uh, a fan of Wake Forest basketball because I grew up in Winston Salem, North Carolina. So I hate okay. Carolina, and I abhor Dean Smith in their prime. But I always, right. there was something about him that I always respected. And reflecting on that and reading people's like, tributes and just going down memory lane, it was, it was sad but special at the same time. And he was a very yep. special man for what he did for civil rights, did, you know, yep. did, uh, did for uh, the LGBT community, um, and what he did on the court, obviously, and, and the lives of his former players. I mean, you have former players still holding him in the highest regard. That's special, man, and, and that's it's too bad that we lost a, a great person in college basketball and a great man, too. Yeah, I agree. I think Dean Smith, he, you know, he was an institution. I mean, he coached for that many years, and, and it seemed, you know, you, you see all the stories and you hear everything, and even people that I know that know a lot of the players and some of the players that I've met know, um, like a Ed Coda and Shamar Williams, I met them when I was in school. Mm-hmm. You could you could you could tell that you know it was always consistent. The message was always consistent, and one of the things that people talk about is its integrity. And when you can carry that type of integrity, you know, think about it. You know, he he was graduating kids at a high rate. You didn't really right. hear about a lot of things going on that was you know off the court type stuff. I mean, and you're doing this from you know you know 60s, 70s, 80s into the 90s. You know, consistently well. I mean, he's an institution. I mean, you know, you got the Coach K's of the world. You had the Bobby Knight's of the world. But, you know, right. like you say, I'm, I'm, I'm from Virginia. I grew up watching ACC. I went to school in North Carolina, you know. And as far as I know, you know, 
Dean Smith was that guy. He was the guy that everyone wanted to be, every coach wanted to be like. And like you say, it's, you know, it's a sad day for us. But, um, you know, I'm glad that we had a chance to have that person. We're blessed to have that person to have a legend of the coach ball and, 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 and a good man. Thank you, you know. Amen to that. Amen to that, brother. Yep. Hey, one last thing. Uh, tell folks how they can find you and when your show is coming on. I think it's coming on this evening. And how often that y'all should that the folks will tune in to your show? Okay, yeah, we do, um, normally try to release uh, release the show every uh, weekend, usually on Saturday mornings uh, and some Sunday mornings. Um, you can go on YouTube. We have a YouTube page, um, the Double S Project YouTube page. You can go and watch old episodes. Um, we also have a best of episode that you should check out from kind of our first season. Um, also check us out again on Facebook at Double S Project Facebook group, and again on Twitter. Follow us at Twitter at the Double S Project. Um, and you know, basically, you know, we, we we try to get something out every week. We do some specialty shows here and there, and we do some live shows here and there. So you get on, join the group, or join the YouTube group or the Facebook group. You'll see the postings, you'll see the links, and um, you can you know join in with the fun. Come support us. All right, cool, man. Hey, cool, hey, cool. I'll definitely do that. Uh, I've been checking y'all on Facebook, and you know it's a good crowd, a tough crowd, but a, but a good crowd. And um, yeah, and and, and 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 dude, keep up the good work for real. Keep up the good work. Keep doing your thing. You guys are slamming. You guys are thing. Uh, much love to you guys, and uh, and thanks for joining me on this podcast too. We've been talking about it a long time. Hopefully, we we could do it again soon. Yeah, man, and uh, look real quick. I'm going to be posting out, like, all of the Super Bowl picks that I took. Um, I'll be getting that out in the next day or so. So get on the group and look for those picks, man. Uh, some of the stuff I didn't get a chance to tweet out. Okay, you got it, bro. You got to go. Okay, thanks, right. man. I appreciate it. Good luck on the show, Thank man. you. All right, peace. That was my man, Pete Dukes. Uh, that was very entertaining. I really enjoyed it. Um, but please, please check, this, please, uh, check these guys out. Uh, they're doing their thing. Um, and all that good stuff. So, um, anyway, uh, thank y'all for joining me. Uh, this again, this is, I'm Scott Burks. You've been listening to Clown Hour. Peace out. Oh, six. I'm out. Take care.